Hey, teachers. In today's episode, I will be talking about four fun back-to-school activities for special education elementary teachers. It's not just for fun, but actually almost necessary when beginning the new school year. But before we get into it, I want to go ahead and read this week's review. It's entitled, I Love This Podcast by Girl Like No Other. I've learned so much listening to this podcast. It is full of advice, experiences, tips, and tricks. Michelle's podcast offers multiple perspectives and viewpoints as a special ed teacher and how to handle different situations. This is so helpful. Thank you so much, Girl Like No Other. If you would like to be featured on future episodes, hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a quick review. It is the best way to let me know if you're liking the show. All right, let's get into it. Overwhelmed with how to set up your special ed classroom? Confused with teaching small groups? How will you work with your paraprofessionals and other service providers? Hey friends, and welcome to Stepping Into Special Education. I'm Michelle Vasquez, a wife, mommy, and special education teacher. In this podcast, my mission is to supply new teachers with strategies through self-growth, classroom organization, and community building. If you're ready to jumpstart that classroom, have a plan for small groups, and learn how to work best with support staff, this podcast is for you. So grab that iced coffee and your favorite flare pen. It is time to get it started. We'll see you in the show. This topic is needed because as new teachers, with all the overwhelming feelings of just being hired and being responsible for a group of new students, at first you have no idea where to start with those first few activities that need to be done at the beginning of the school year. Walking in two weeks before that first day, I had no clue where to start, and where to go with what activities would be best to do at the beginning of the school year. Being a new teacher with very limited resources, I felt lost. I didn't have Amazon back then, but I was able to search for a book on classroom organization and asking help from my grade level team is what helped get me started. These four activities are not only fun, but almost necessary to do with our students to practice not just one day, but for the first two to three weeks at the beginning of the school year as a special ed teacher. It definitely takes more repetition for our kiddos before our routine and our habit sets in. And we want to make sure that we structure our days and our students so they understand and know what to expect and what boundaries to stop at. All right. Activity number one. In All About Me page, this gives you so much information about your students, like their name, nickname, family, favorite book, and color, also names of their friends that they hang around. I would usually display this on a bulletin board, but Tailored for Resource on Instagram gave me a better idea. She would use the All About Me for the student's data binder which I still use today, and it is genius. So this information, along with the data binder, is ready to go during those IEPs when you're ready to write them. All right, activity number two, classroom procedures. 
So classroom procedures are those things, the classroom etiquette that you want to establish with the students. For instance, lining up at the door after lunch, which way do you want them to line up? What is there a line in front of your classroom that they can stand on or or would you like them to line up against the wall depending on how you would like the students to structure themselves during this classroom procedure. Also leaving the classroom. I had classrooms where I had two different doors. So depending on which door you want them to line up at, all of these little things are so important for the flow and structure as well for all students. Another procedure could be even just asking to sharpen a pencil. When did you want this to happen? I've had different ideas with students doing them all at once in the morning. So they're ready to go for the rest of the day. They can sharpen two pencils at the same time, whatever works best for you. But this definitely has to be established and taught to the students. Another one for classroom procedures is asking for any type of other supplies, maybe to get a piece of paper. Are you okay with them just standing up and walking over to get it? Or would you like them to raise their hand and ask for permission to get up maybe during a lesson, or maybe it's more appropriate for them to get up during independent time? It's all up to your style and what you feel comfortable with. And definitely the students just need to know their boundaries and they need to learn how to respect the classroom and the students. So it's not interrupting the flow of the lesson. Another one would be collecting homework folders and also giving them out. Do you do weekly homework? Do you do a daily? Do they have to turn it in every day to you? How is that going to be done? Does one student collect all of them from all the rest of their classmates? Or do the kids, as soon as they walk in, they take it out of their backpacks and put it in a basket? All of those little things make such a big difference. Another thing that we don't even think about is raising their hand. Believe it or not, not just the little ones, but the older ones still need practice on how to raise their hand. For instance, I've seen students just go ahead, raise their hand, and they talk at the same time, but we need to teach them. Okay, scholars, go ahead, and if you have a question during the lesson or when I ask for questions, I want you to go ahead and raise your hand and have a quiet mouth, and I have students physically put a finger up in front of their mouth to remind themselves to go ahead and make sure you wait and be still until you are called on. Activity number three, classroom rules. There are so many different ways to do this, but with me, I tend to already have at least four or five rules in mind that I purposely lead the students toward. Or in the past, I have drawn a huge circle map on chart paper asking for students what rules they feel would be good for our classroom. It gives the students a sense of ownership when creating these rules together, for sure. We would go ahead as a class, vote which ones we feel are the most important. And definitely I would have a say in some of those as well. Last but not least, the most fun one that I enjoy is actually number activity number four, a campus tour. So definitely do this on the first day of school. It's up to you if you'd like to do it in the morning or in the afternoon, Preferably, I like to practice the classroom procedures first in the morning and then either midday or later in the afternoon, you can go ahead and schedule a campus tour. And this gives you an opportunity to teach the students how to walk, how to be like when they're traveling from one location to another on campus. So some of these, as simple as 
teaching the students how to walk in line, how to face forward, mouths are quiet, and also you will be mastering the walking backwards skill, okay? (laughs) Doing this for 14 years, walking backwards, especially for the little ones, hey, even for the older ones, just so that they know that you're watching how they walk in line, making sure they're staying and keeping up with each other, not talking to their friends in the back. It's great to monitor, to especially those first few weeks, to make sure that the students are doing what they're supposed to. Also, during the campus tour, depending on your campus, there are some campuses that have lines on the ground that is great for a tool for the students to know where to go. I have lines on the ground in my current school right now going towards the cafeteria or towards the back of the school. It depends, and they help so much is having that guidance. So check out your school, look at what is already uh, uh, painted on the ground to see what you guys can use. Another important one is going to the office. Explain to the students, okay, when we go here to talk to the staff, you want to make sure that you're behind a certain line. This The school that I'm at, actually, the students, they have to wait to be called on. They have to say, excuse me, I have a question or excuse me, I need something just so they know the proper way of how to approach the office staff and learning those social cues are so important with just in life period. Another person that they can talk to in the office is the nurse. What are the procedures for the nurse? I know at my kid's school, the nurse office is actually behind the counter. So how do they approach? Teach those little things that are very important that the kids need to know. Another thing in this ca- in this campus tour that you want to include is procedures on how to get food or line up at the cafeteria. How do they line up? Where do they line up? Also, another big thing at some schools, the students need to learn how to memorize their ID numbers to make sure that it's typed in, to make sure that they have credit for getting a lunch and everything. While you're in the cafeteria, making sure your students sit at a certain cafeteria table, if if they are assigned, most likely they are. So which way to sit while they're at the cafeteria table? Can they sit wherever they want? Are they supposed to be sitting in number order? Make sure you establish that as well. Another one for the campus tour is going to the library. I'm not sure if you're going to have time like the first day to do this, but probably your next time that you actually have your first time going to the library, this would be another one to show them the proper etiquette of how you want them to behave in the library as well, or standing by the library and make sure to get together with your librarian on this to ask them before even going in, how would you like them to check their books out? Usually, usually they have a story read to them. Where do they sit? and everything like that. So establish that with a librarian for sure first before you practice the procedures in the library. Another one is also bathroom rules and where to line up when the students go to the bathroom. I remember when I was in the classroom, I would have a set time when we would go to the bathroom altogether as a classroom. Five minutes before recess, we go as a class to make sure everybody goes and uses the bathroom or maybe five minutes right after recess, depending on how you want to do it, whatever to help minimize those interruptions during a lesson. Also, where to line up while everybody is waiting for the other students to use the bathroom. Where do the students line up? Is it against the wall? Is there another line on the ground that they 
that they need to stand on. Make sure you go ahead and establish that as well. I hope this gave you a few great ideas of where to start at least the first few days of school. I know it's overwhelming, but just start with one or two items in this list to begin. So to recap, four fun back-to-school activities for special education elementary teachers. Activity number one, an All About Me page. Number two, classroom procedures. Number three, classroom rules. And number four, a campus tour. Come join my free private Facebook group to bounce ideas off the rest of the community for those first few activities for back to school. The link is will be in the show notes. All right. Have a great year, teachers. Take care. Hey, before you leave, if you felt this show taught you something and got you one step closer to where you want to be, please leave me a quick review and follow this podcast. It is the best thing you can do to keep the show going. Also, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You'll be able to connect with me and get support from fellow educators just like you. Remember that you do make a difference and that there's always that one student that can't wait to see you every single day. Till next time, my friend. Take care.